the Dragonlance Nexus is proud to present the Dragonlance Canticle. Greetings, friends and fellow companions, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Dragonlance Canticle. I'm Trampus Whiteman, and I'm starting to really regret that I had leftover chili earlier. I'm Chuck, and I'm a little bit concerned here. At least we're not in the same house. <laughs> uh, I'm Ed McKeel. Uh I'm not concerned because I don't have to smell anything. But I'm excited <laughs> to be a Dragonlance fan right now. I'm very excited for, for reason. Well, a, that's not what I meant. I was thinking more in terms of indigestion. Thank you. I mean, um, we all know what indigestion turns into. So, hope you got a fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm your biggest fan, Ed. Yeah, well, you're going to need the biggest fan, brother. <laughs> okay, this is not how I want this episode to start. For everyone at home, I apologize. I didn't think it'd go here, but I forgot who I was speaking with. So, <laughs> oh, well, it has been a um, very interesting time right now. You know, with everything that seems like it's bad going on in the world, we've had a bit of a ray of light, and we're going to talk about that later on in uh, the episode, but some very exciting news. So as Margaret and Tracy said, you know, stay tuned. Um, what else have we got going on? Well, um, a couple things I wanted to mention is, you know, I don't know if we thank them very often, but... The Dragonlance Nexus has a Patreon, and these guys help us keep our bills paid. And I want to just say thank you, all of our Patreon members. We actually have a page on the Nexus with your names on it. Um, but uh, I had been speaking uh, to both Chuck and uh, Trampus about doing a couple little extra cool things for our Patreon group. Um, so I don't know. Trampus, you can send a message, but I, I feel like uh, if you guys are anyone on the Patreon, if you've been watching our live uh, Dragons on the River of Time game, we're about uh, seven, well, we'll be on our eighth, set, uh, eighth session next month. It's a time travel Dragonlance game. But um, we want to uh, kind of open up some cool things uh, for the game. Uh, so just be on the, the lookout for a cool for a message from Trampus or from Patreon. With, uh, perhaps you can roll up an NPC for us that I can use and uh, DM during the game. Say what? Yeah, I want our Patreon, one of our, any of our Patreon members, shoot me some NPCs. It could be 5e rules, preferably. Keep them, you know, within, you know, one to three levels or or anything, and just shoot me some, either a full character sheet or some ideas or something and i will utilize them in the game and i will also um just go ahead and uh you know give you a, a shout out when we get there and i introduce your your uh, npc so let's say a person isn't into um gaming all that much but they still want their they got an idea for a character can they just send you a few paragraphs yeah send, send me send me some info and i will i will try and work it in now keep in Mine. I'm not going to be able to, listen, but I will do my best. So you you don't get to give me ideas. You're Aww. just a, you're just my favorite oh, dwarf. Great, that made my day. Yeah, <laughs> no, seriously, you're one of the better dwarf players I've ever seen. I th I think it's because you're secretly a dwarf at heart. You know, <laughs> a six foot two dwarf walking around the world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, for if you're also part giant, there you go. Half dwarf. Half dwarf, half giant. I will say to to our Patreon members, don't be afraid to send me a Kender because I can do a Kender. I feel like in the last two sessions, I proved that I could play a fun Kender. Oh, that that was a blast, you know. I and I I have to give props to Weldon too. He's played oh, yeah. one of the mo most uh, unique, enjoyable Kender that I've ever seen, you know, and. Um, it, 
It's just been a fun game. Folks, if you haven't seen um, our Dragons of the River of Time game, uh, check us out. We're on Twitch. Um, you know, we're on the YouTubes. Uh, we announce it ahead of time. So uh, follow us on Facebook and you'll find out all that great information. Uh, we're just a bunch of Dragonlance nerds and old friends who are having some fun. Uh, so you can find our, our YouTube channel is under the Dragonlance Nexus. Just search on YouTube, Dragonlance Nexus. We've got all the sessions up there. Or if you're just on the on Facebook, you can look on our Facebook videos. We've got probably the last three or four sessions on there as well. Uh, and then, of course, Twitch is funky, uh, but you can catch us live. We, are, we do Saturdays on the third Saturday of every month, uh, and um, it's a fun time. I mean, sit with us, watch our video, have have a have a, an adult beverage because I know I usually go through a few um, DMing, <laughs> and um, we just have a great time. We, we have a great we have a great cast of characters. Everybody's awesome, and it's a mixed cast. So before we go to the stay tuned news, but Chuck, isn't there something else that you and Tim and me a little bit have been working on that maybe something we want to you know bring up? Or no, you want to say that rather? No, I mean, we've been working on converting Dragonlands to 5e. Tim and I and, and Ed and Trampus, well, the gang has gotten back together. We've gotten the band together again. And we've been converting uh, some modules and also doing a huge rules update for 5e, including classes for, or, you know, we've done Knights of the Salamnia. They've done Towers of High Sorcery. We just did Legion of Steel. Trampus is working on Dark Knights. And and we're hoping that is up here shortly. Um, and we're planning on compiling it all into a source book uh, that yeah. you can download and and peruse at your own pleasure and enjoy at no cost. Yeah, it'll be a PDF. Um, and we are wanting to focus. Uh, I'll be assisting on the layout design in my, my other life. I. Uh, I do a little bit of layout design for work. Um, I've done newsletters and magazine stuff. I don't like to advertise, but I, I and it's not my favorite thing to do, but I feel like somebody's got to do it. Uh, but so we are going to focus some cool art, the art that we have from the Nexus, but maybe Chuck, do you want to maybe, I know we were bouncing around an idea. Is that something oh. that we want to bring up yeah. here? I think it's great to, we would like to, for on the cover, feature somebody's cover art. I mean, we can't offer much in return, but our internal gratitude and, and plaster your, your artistic skill on that cover. So we're going to have a little contest here. We're going to have you guys submit artwork that you think should be on the cover, um, artwork that is, isn't made for the cover, but really it's really good. Ed, Ed's has, is considering that might be an interior shot, but... Um, well, and we so, were, I mean, maybe we could do a couple, like several interior shots, um, we want to kind of lay it out similar to how D&D 5e is. And so that would open us up to some, some larger cool graphics. And so, you know, we probably might be able to, depending on how many people we get, we could use the runner up and, and maybe even the next few afterwards, depending on how much art we get. There's some, there'll be some parameters. We'll, we'll post everything up here when, once we're all set, but it's going to have to be high resolution. Yes. Um, we, we're definitely going to need that. So no, 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 Trampus, you can't do your dim light photo here of yourself <laughs> dressed up again. <laughs> so, oh, and we'll ha we'll have an end date here uh, posted. Also, I, I would think we'll shooting maybe for the end of February. Yeah, I think that's good. And it's twenty eight days this year, by the way, not twenty nine. Don't be like my coworker who's arguing. Twenty eight leap years every four years, not every year. It's true. Yeah, my uncle does not have a birthday this year. Let's see, like 20, 22? <laughs> well, in real, in reality, like 90-something, uh, but oh, that'd be 20-something, yeah. <laughs> He's still a young man. Oh, uh, I think so. But any between being old or young or whatever, we are continuing the dream of keeping Dragonlance alive. And I feel like maybe we can segue into how Dragonlance is staying alive. 
You know, that was like an old man oh, segue. Oh, oh. All right. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> we just lost our last three listeners. <laughs> oh, great. Great. Yeah. Now we got to pay the royalties for that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's just a fan version. And I only did like, you know, like four four words, five words, whatever. No, I'm yeah, not worried. I'm not worried about royalties. I'm worried about people's hearing. <laughs> That's why there's, they could turn the volume down and up, right? Maybe Trampus, you can put a disclaimer on before before he says that. <laughs> oh man! So where are we segueing into Ed? You you were going somewhere as an old man, and uh, oh, old man Ed was just gonna turn it over to Trampus because he brought it up earlier, and he said, "Stay tuned." So. I think it, I think that oh, our fearless leader should bring it up. The oldest man. He is <laughs> damn straight. I am. All right. So, um, Margaret and Tracy have put out um, messages on each of their uh, social media platforms, just basically saying, you know, stay tuned for a special announcement, you know. And so, um, of course, we're all sitting here in our chairs, bouncing up and down. And, um, uh, but they put out a uh, press release. And so it says Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman to publish a new series based on classic Dragonlance. Um, and I, I don't think I should read the entire thing here, but, uh, basically it says that they have a multi year licensing agreement with Wizards of the Coast to produce a new three book series of classic Dragonlance novels. Um, and I noticed that they use the term classic Dragonlance a few times in here. So it says the new trilogy will return fans to the most beloved characters from the original novels, along with introducing a new strong protagonist. And we have theories on that, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, the books will be published by Delray Books, an imprint of Penguin Random House. Although a publishing date has not been formally set, they anticipate announcing when the first book will be released later this year. But yeah, I basically feel like we're kind of landing up kind of where we were 20 years ago when the Nexus began. Back then, um, Dragons of a Fallen Sun had come out. Um, and uh, we were waiting on Lost Star. And, uh, you know, here we were working on uh, third edition roles at the time in fandom. Well, you know, f fast forward um, to 20 years and we're waiting on a new novel series that should be coming out soon. Uh, we're working on the fifth edition rules, uh, except now we're 20 years older and smarter and um still is good looking i must say um but uh yeah it's just like history's repeating itself and it's really a good feeling i think should be a good feeling it's been uh, I, 10 years it, it's like deja vu and yeah you know here here, here we are we've been through so much in the last year and finally there's this bright point you know to help get me enthused and excited i mean we get dragonlance i we've been clamoring for this we i've been reporting we have been reporting like per the nexus on rumors for for three years and change and it, it turned out that it was all true tv show <sighs> don't you dare chuck there's no doubt no dragonlance tv show folks don't don't believe the hype there's nothing there but no we've i mean we knew that in 2018 um tracy and margaret met at wizards of the coast headquarters with joe manginello i mean we have been posting hopeful things that dragonlance will come will come will come and so many folks online are like no 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 and here we are we are getting Dragonlance. Yeah, and you know, I'll have to admit, I've been, I've been a little bit of a naysayer, but that is based on the fact that I've been burned before. Uh, I was told there was going to be Dragonlance in fourth edition, and it didn't happen. And that was by a 
pretty, um, you know, reliable source. Uh, so I don't know if plans changed in there or if that person was misinformed or what, but whatever the case, um, uh, yeah, I always said, I believe it when I see it. Well, folks, I'm seeing it right here. This Does is awesome. four even count though? Is that like even a, <laughs> I know you brought up like points of light earlier and I thought of 4E and I felt bad. <laughs> 4E, I mean, people who still play it enjoy 4E. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, each their own. I will not go back to it myself, but if you love 4E, I've got a deal for you. <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. Play, that's one of the big things we've always been about on the Nexus is play the edition you'd like, you know, and yeah, we all have our biases. Um, but that's what, uh, as I said, when I talked to Dave Arnes and when the last times I spoke to him, I mean, that's the one thing he, he was clamoring was just play, have fun, enjoy the game. It's what's there for. It isn't there for you to pick which edition was best. It's not there to pick which character, which settings the best. If you love it and your group loves it, who cares? Right. Okay, not being a negative Nancy. I just went and played Pathfinder instead. And you can find our Pathfinder Dragonlance 1E um, conversion. That's there too. It's on the Nexus. There's nothing wrong with that either. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, Pathfinder was a good alternative for folks who didn't like 4E. It's true. I don't, I don't blame anyone for going that route. I, oh, um, no doubt. You know, and pl plus each, each system uh in addition you know caters to um different audiences you know some folks like more um crunchy rules heavy games some like battles some like puzzle solving some like role playing you know just find the one that works for you and your group and it's all good well that's all well and awesome well let's get back to the novels um when they they were talking about that they're in that in in some of the press releases you know, other stories have been covering it now in the last 24 hours, and they're saying they're going to go back to the to the companions, um, but with a new character, which leads me to think time travel. I have a because I'm running a time travel campaign. Maybe, uh, you know, uh, that's just where my inclination goes. But I think that's what's going down. So I have a couple of thoughts on that. First of all, I, I agree with you. The first book we know is called Dragons of Deceit. Um, so that kind of tells me there's something that's been going on all this time that we didn't know about, and that's going to be revealed. Which, whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't know about it. Have you ever read the prelude to Autumn the Dragon's Twilight? Anybody? Either one of you has read that? The I thought first... that was Fizban. It's Fizban. Yeah, it is Fizban, but the first thing he says is, the inn is set up wrong. None of this is right. And Tika's like, it's always been this way. Otik's been like, it's always been this way. And he's like, this table's supposed to be over here. This is not how it's supposed to, this is not how it's supposed to be set up. Or or it's not supposed to, this is not how it's set up. We need to move things around because it's not set up like the way it should have been set up. Because he said this table's always been over here before. I'm just saying, just read those few pages there. That to me is I, I go, I I, I don't like time travel ideas, but you're playing well, in a time travel campaign. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't like time travel ideas of, of, of uh, like, like, uh, it's, it's going to be wishy washy time travel. I don't, that doesn't so, mean it's going to be wishy washy. Anyway, what's the next, the next book, though, gives us some more clues, right? What was the other one? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> Dragons of, uh, Wow. Uh, it's uh, basically Dragons of Fate. Yeah. Yep. So, That's why so, you paid the big bucks. Right. <laughs> so consider, if you will, that with War of Souls, there was a switcheroo. It's like, yeah, the fifth age happened, but here's what was really going on. And so I kind of feel like um, we might be experiencing some of that. Like, yeah, all happened. But here's what was really going on. So what's really going on? Uh, the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, regardless, I'm just going to say two novels are, I would say at this point in time, two novels are probably in the can. 
And probably and from some of the photos that Tracy uh, has been posting, like he posted a weird photo on his uh, social media with like three different looking manuscripts. So it's leading me to think that perhaps that even despite the lawsuit that was eventually dropped, that they were still working through through all of it. And maybe we already maybe they're all all good to go. So. Oh yeah, yeah they. That was a very calculated um, lawsuit done just to get through the red tape. And um, I, th I think they knew or at least anticipated what the likely result would be. Because, um, you know, fans spoke up very loudly. Um, and we, we said we want to see this. And um, I, I would like to think that we as fans had some sort of impact on that i i think so and so, honestly oh, oh, good job i was gonna say I, I honestly think i mean fans have always in have impact on these novels i mean lost chronicles what was was once again written for the fans people wanted that those stories they've been clamoring for those stories they want to know what happened to raceland in naraka you finally got those stories i really enjoy dragons of jordan depths like if I could give Margaret and Tracy a hug, I would, but I'm not really a hugger, and I'm not sure how that would go, and I'd probably be carried out of the con and be arrested, and Trampas would have to bail me out again. <laughs> be 06 all over again. Again? <laughs> so, I, I think a lot. there's a lot of Tracy and Margaret really care about the fans. I mean, that's, that's oh my the goodness, thing. Yes. They do, and, and it's funny, too, because... Uh, as people know, I've mentioned it a billion times, I help run the social media. So I interact with a lot of people on Twitter and Facebook um, and YouTube and all the others. Uh, so, you know, there were, there were quite a few folks that were a little bit, they felt a little let down that we were going back to the companions. They wanted us to stay in the age of mortals. Um, and I realized that, you know, when we go back and we talk about that, that, you know, Dragons of Summer Flame kind of you could say, may, I'm not trying to bring up arguments, but people say it split the fandom. And so, obviously, so maybe this, who knows what's going to happen, but maybe it's going to fix things. I don't know. All I know is I don't even care. I've never read a bad Dragonlance novel by them. I haven't. And I'm excited. And okay, if I if I got to read some more Raceland, he's not, I used to love Raceland, but I'm you know, when he died, I was very happy and because I felt like his character had gone through his arc. Just like, you know, Taz and all the rest. But, I mean, it's okay to return to these guys because it has been a decade. Say, uh, they haven't written a bad novel. I'll yeah. give you that. They have the Dragons, Dragons of Summer Flame had a bad ending, in my opinion. But great we novel. This, we great novel. Yeah, great novel. But you have to remember, I read, I read it as it came out in 96. So did I. You know, I stopped reading Dragonlance until War of Souls came out. You know, I'm kind of a slow reader, um, but when uh, Summer Flame came out, I read that in three days, and for me, that is like a record. <laughs> yeah, how, how, how is that King Priest trilogy coming? Oh, it's, so it's our running joke, Ed. It's our running joke. I know, but it just makes me sad because it's honestly my favorite trilogy of Dragonlance. That, uh, and I even think it's better than than. Anyway, I'm not going to go there. People get mad at me when I say how good the King Priest trilogy is, and call and they say sacrilege. There's no Dragonlance novels better than Tracy and Margaret, and I'm like, dude, you need to read the King Priest trilogy. But that being said, um, <laughs> where look. Summer Flame, there was so much politics and TSR BS there. They were they forced their hand. That was supposed to be a trilogy. And I'm uh, it, sure that it wasn't stealing the world and alien dragons, you know? Well, and that, no, the story itself was fine. Like, for what they had to work with and how they put it together, the story itself was fine. I would love to have had, like, Doom Brigade put into that story. Oh, yeah. That that was an, would have been a terrific part of that story. Um, I would have loved to have some of those other pieces we got later on inserted into Dragons of Summer Flame, but I, I understand what happened. Like, the book itself I have no issues with. It's just, like, the ending was the 
Debbie Downer of my life. Yeah, but you know, for this new series, I I think I think they've kind of looked at it and you know, they've said, okay, which era do we want to return to? And quite honestly, most people, uh, when they think of Dragonlance and uh, what storyline identifies with Dragonlance, it's always Chronicles and Legends. And it always goes back to that War of the Lands time period. And, you know, just from a business standpoint, because part of what they're saying is, okay, how do we get D&D 5th edition um, uh, fans um, to come into Dragonlance. You know, many of them haven't even read Dragonlance or heard of Dragonlance uh, because they're young, right? And yep. and so, you know, they... Um, so Watsi's going to be thinking, how do we get them involved? And how do we do it without having to have them read 20-plus novels? Um, and, you know, I, I love the stories um, going into the Age of Mortals, but quite honestly, it's not the most conducive to getting somebody to join. Um, and I, I'll say, Tramp, I don't disagree with you at all there, because to, when people ask, what should I read for Dragonlance? It's like, well, you, you need to read at least these 45 books. You know, the, this, right. this, this is the core to get you caught up. This isn't the, the 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 fun stories. These aren't the extra add-ons. These are just the information you need to beat the present-day Dragonlance. Where if you look at Forgotten Realms, they've had many many jumping re jumping spots, um, which is you need that. You know, right. and, Drag yeah. and Dragonlance has tried that, but they've tried it twice. Dragons of a New Age trilogy with a jump back in spot. Yeah, and then War of Souls. But you also have to think about when Dragonlance started, it kind of came off of a cataclysmic event, you know? So, so did Forgotten Realms, though. I mean, this is no, not... Right. I mean, this, this is fantasy here. I mean, that's... Uh, you're right. You, fantasy is Shadowdale, uh, Tantris, and Waterdeep, that series of novels, that, that is a cataclysmic, because the gods are all cast out from but, above. Okay, okay, but that was the Avatar trilogy, and yeah, that... That came out mid Forgotten Realms, though. That, that wasn't mid. That was still late, early. I mean, we're we're talking like early '80s, or not early '80s. We're talking late '80s, early '90s. That came out. Early '90s. Right. It, it was the start of second edition. And, so eight, uh, '89. Okay. Yeah, and that's <laughs> I I remember there's an interview with Salvatore. They're basically like, "Yeah, so what are you going to do with that Artemis Centurion?" He's like. Excuse me, and he's like, they were like, well, yeah, the assassin class is being written out, so obviously we can't have them. And so, um, uh, Salvatore's like, well, we can have a rogue, can't we? You know, or basically a thief who's kind of assassin e, and so that's how he kept Artemis. <laughs> I mean, he did a lot more to keep Artemis. I, I read. All of, most of those novels until they rebooted until they rebooted it and brought them all back. But no, you're right. I mean, Dragonlance has gone through uh, some second cataclysms and and then a whole nother. Then War of Souls came around. The gods came back, but people were distrusting. And then they did a good job, even though at that point Dragonlance was failing, of kind of bringing all of the nations back together after some conflict to where they can heal. And and kind of like get over the return of the gods, the destruction of all of the dragon overlords, and then like it was ready for a, a new jumping off point. Um, so that's what I'm trying to say from before was that's why people were some folks who love the Age of Mortals were disappointed. But I I'm still of a, a, a of a belief that there's going to be more than just hanging out in the word of the lance i feel like there's going to be time travel shenanigans and whatnots but um so i i have a couple of theories on this, or a couple of ideas on all this um uh first of all do you think this new series of novels will be a new jumping off point yes and i think we're gonna get 5e2 yeah i would agree with that because they don't do 
anything D&D um, related without it tying back to the game. So, um, so I would agree with that. Here's my theory. Do you remember what they did with Dark Sun back in 4th edition? They rebooted so, it. Right. And so the, the problem with Dark Sun is it came out and then immediately afterwards was the Prism Pentad, which kind of did away with some of the stuff that they had uh, created and everything. You know, it then in Dragon Magazine, when uh, Paizo was running it um, and in Dungeon, uh, they did some major articles on Dark Sun that made it a mini setting. And um, uh, basically, uh, it jumped the timeline ahead. So, fourth edition rebooted it. And what they said there was that everything that had happened before with Prism Pentad, the other novels, uh, let's see, Tribe of One was one of the series. Um, the uh, Dragon Dungeon magazines, all that was one possible future. So my thought is, are they doing that here? Where, you know, this strong character, and I want to get into that here next, but that strong character um, kind of reveals that everything that has happened is one possible future and timeline, but maybe there's more. Or maybe we're just going too far in left field here. Maybe the companions have to bring the timeline back to where it's supposed to be. Maybe the protagonist is trying to change the timeline. That could be, you know, could be a journeyman type of character. Or my thought is a journeywoman. Could be. Say, so, I mean, we we know there's going to be a protagonist that's new, though. That's that's kind of a, a new cool thing to think about. We know it's not going to be Takesis. We know it's not going to be Katari, Arakan. Yeah, we know it's not going to be somebody that's already been in the novels. So we have a new character to look forward to. And that's great because I think the last couple of new characters. Um, uh, that I remember being Rice Mason and um, Nightshade Prickled Pear. I love them, you know. Um, and Ada, who I'm sorry I forgot to mention Ada, but um, Nightshade was amazing because it's like here's this kinder who isn't a stereotype. And I, I just love that. Do we think these new novels are going to be kind of kind of like a fan service? You know, like War of Souls has always been accused of being a fan service, um, which whatever you, you can take your argument either side. That's a that's a conversation for further down the road for us. Um, but do you think these novels are going to be that fan service of of completely just being here? Here's something for the fans. We're going to put out these three books and call it a day and walk away and maybe throw out some five E rules. Or do you think there's going to be more down the road yet? I mean, in all honesty, when we saw the details for that contract, it looked like it was going to be more than just three novels uh, from what I had seen in the lawsuit, um, because that contract was going to be for 10 years, if I remember correctly. And yeah. one, one novel per year. For 10 for years. 10, yes. Okay. So that, to me, would say that's not going to be fan service. That's going to be they're they're going to continue the the storyline of the universe and um, look, man, I, I just say, trust them. Uh, they haven't, they have never led me wrong. I realized dragons of summer flame was, it is, it was what it was. And I, I feel like the retcon came from uh, the war of souls. And then we had some great stories in the age of mortals. Um, perhaps not all of them, but there were, there were some concrete things. Some people didn't like that and that's fine. And they want to live pre-Chaos War, and that's that's okay, too. Uh, and that's what it makes me feel like perhaps this this first novel is going to be a bridge to, to, to just unite the fans. Yeah, it, it's kind of funny how as much as we try to unite Dragonlance fandom, it doesn't quite happen, you know. Uh, I, I think there's any divide between Ancelon and Talados fans is pretty much gone. Uh, the AD&D versus Saga fans, that's just diminished because 
times moved on, we've had new additions. Um, and Warm Souls did do a lot of healing in fandom. Uh, it, it was amazing. But at the same time, there is a few things that um, weren't quite, you, you know, weren't quite what people wanted from Dragonlance. I, I think, and, and we'll, we'll get into Warm Souls uh, at another date, I think. But um, I think one of the big things, though, is the lack of the conflict between Paladine and Tachesis. Um Because their conflict is the cornerstone of the setting. Yeah, see, I don't agree with that. I, I like Paladin and Tachesis, and I'm okay with them there. But in the Age of Mortals, we got to focus on different gods. And it was we got to see about Kamash. And we had some characterization on Kamash, who was more than just some rando who liked to bring back dead bodies. We got Zaboam. We got we got Majir got some cool notes in there. there there's a number oh, of yeah. things that happened that we wouldn't normally get because the focus is always on Paladin, Paladine, whatever, Tikesis. And honestly, like, cool if they come back, but we need we need to have we need to keep that focus on other things as well so we can diversify Dragonlance. I said the the bad, the 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 crazy word diversify, but Reorks. Yeah. Reorks. So, Reorks moments though. He needs more. Every novel should have Reorks in it, no matter what you do. So and I don't I I don't um totally disagree with you. Uh I I agree to a point. Um, I, I agree. Those other gods needed some spotlight. And have, having Paladine to Kisses out of the way, um, that allowed them to have time to shine. And I I really enjoyed seeing some of them getting some more spotlight. I, I would have liked to have seen even more of that, even more focus on the neutral gods, you know. Um, the, the other thing, though, is... I think that could happen still, even with Paladine and Tachesis there. Um, you know, because like, like the evil gods, for example, they're still going to be plotting and scheming uh, even against each other. Um, so there's nothing saying that um, one, you know, another evil god can't do something because Tachesis is around. Yeah, I don't disagree with you, Trampus. I, th I think it takes a, uh, someone, a strong author, to bring bring those to light, though. And it's it's hard to bring to light when you've got two cornerstones of the godhood who are always front and center, the divas. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and and I don't disagree that you know Rearks was that bridge for a while. I mean, you had him in Dragons of Summer Flame. Um, he had a part in the novelas. Coming yeah, up into the generation. second generation, uh, but yet he's still his story is still greatly uh, under the shadow of of Paladina Tachesis. Um and, and as much as I I loved him and 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 loved that story, I think Margaret and Tracy made the best decision there to move on from them because of the fact that how many times can you have a dragon war? <laughs> Uh, the answer to that would be, uh, I think there's been about six total. Well, that's just it. I mean, you can't, <laughs> you can't keep re retreading this past history. Uh, it's just, it doesn't work. Yeah, I think that would make, were, I was gonna say three of them were history. Uh, then you have War of the Lands, Summer Flame, and I'm counting War of Souls amongst it. You know, the thing that would make me sad, though, is uh, if if they do do a soft retcon or, or change things, Kang and 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 his folks. Like, I really loved how Margaret and and Don made the Draconians actually come to life. I mean, up until I read Doom Brigade, and it took me a while to read that book because it's like it's Draconians. I don't really like Draconians; they're evil. I hadn't really grown a lot of attachment to them, and now I, you know, I'm rereading them right now. And I just I love their story. I I love the fact that there's so much growth in these characters. But I'll be sad if Draconians don't have that that growth if it's uh, if it changes somehow. 
I don't think you have anything to worry about because Weissen Hickman had the chance, and you see it in the novels where um, they could have retconned the Fifth Age completely, and they didn't. They stuck with it and said, yeah, this is part of history. You know, we are still in the Fifth Age. Um, so I, I think they're good about honoring what has come before. What would happen if they had the gods leave one more time? Oh, man, I don't want that. No, the, uh, everybody would throw away their books and move on. Yeah, I think that would, be a, that would be a major just, like, gut punch to any fan. Because they left twice, and, and yeah, no thanks. Well, now, they, they, they didn't leave. They got, it was stolen. Sure. <laughs> but, the, but the general, for a long while, people believe that they just left again. Exactly. Here's my question. What if this turns Dragonlance into something like what happened with the recent Star Trek movies? To where, yes, the original timeline is preserved. That's all there and everything. But it creates a new alternate timeline. And that's where they're going to go from that point forward. Sure, but that didn't stay that way forever. And we ended up getting new Star Trek. Right, it's because uh, unfortunately, I think how they handled the that the third the, that other timeline was so radical, so different that it killed itself by the second movie. If they hadn't done Wrath of Khan again, yeah, that was bad. oh, that was a bad idea. The third movie was fine though, it, and it but, was it was financially successful. Anyway, yeah, but the, the backlash from the second movie killed it's. It all comes down to that second choice. That was that was poor, and and, and if Dragonlance would take it a different way, you know, Margaret and Tracy, if they they can knock off three solid novels in the next three years, I could see it going that way. I can see it moving that path where you have a couple of options. I and would say, can, I would say that since two novels are probably already done, and the third is probably close to being done, they can already start working on the next trilogy. And because that that contract is probably going to be going on for a while, it won't surprise me that it will be more than just a trilogy. I have a great character for that trilogy. Do you guys think that any future novels are going to be just them, or do you think they've worked it to where um, some of the other Dragonlance authors might be able to do some books with this licensing agreement? Honestly, I'm I am um, ambivalent of seeing other authors. Um, maybe one or two, but like Wizards of the Coast has really like scaled back their their novels line. Um, so I don't I don't know. I don't you, know. Look, you look you look at realms. It's just R. A. Salvatore. No, Ed Greenwood's written some stuff. When's the last so, time you wrote a novel, though? I thought the last one was a Sundering stuff. How long ago was that? I'm dating myself, I'm sure. That's like when 5 he came out. I mean, that's still within the last three or four years. 5 e? Five years, five years, five years, sorry. Came out in 2015 or 16? I think it came out in 2014. Hmm. I'll say the, the last novel I see is in 2012 from Greenwood. Wow. Good Lord. Wow. But, you know, may, maybe that's just the thing is that Watsy's playing it safe with their heavy hitters. And, um, you know, I, I think they've kind of looked at the, the past and what worked and didn't from a financial point of view. And so they're trying to only go with stuff that they know is going to um bring a lot of success and i think i think this is why we're not seeing certain campaign settings you know of course campaign settings kind of split the ip a bit and um you know and maybe this is why we'll have the whites and hickmans of the world but we're not going to have some of the other authors who 
even as good as some of them are, uh, just don't have that same I do apologize. Ed Greenland's last book was 2016, so yes, five years death ago. Masks, death masks. Yep. I'm on his wiki. Anyway. That's the one with Morton Keenan. Oh, is it? Yep. Okay. I'll take your word for it. It's been yep. five years. I mean, he, he was writing up until five years ago. Regardless. Yep. Anyway. Chris, Chris Perkins asked him to put Morden Keenan in there and to kind of treat him a little bit like Morden Keenan originally was viewed, you know. So I haven't read it myself, but. Um, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. When you drop a bombshell that you haven't read something, please let me sit down first. Jeez. Is that the <laughs> longest running gag we have? Come on, we have to. It's twice I'm in one episode. Every time. <laughs> I know that's the, that's the that's your groaning is the third longest gag we've got going on here. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. We need new jokes, okay? <laughs> uh, send new jokes to Ed at Ed. <laughs> I get no respect. <laughs> oh my gosh, we just went back to eighty-five. Farther than that, really. Oh yeah, that's, man, I love Dangerfield. He's great. Yeah. What else we got to say about this topic here? We're getting a little bit long on the tooth. It's been about an hour. Yeah, I. so I'm just going to say this. Regardless of going back to the original companions and a new protagonist, I'm just a man who hasn't had any Dragonlance. And that man has been hungry for, for new Dragonlance stories. I've, I've continued to game in Dragonlance. I've been working with the Nexus, and that's fine, you know, but uh, the fact that Two of my favorite uh, writers are working again uh, in my favorite, you know, D&D fantasy setting. I'm very excited. And I don't care what anybody else thinks. Like, I am 100% ready. I'm going to buy it when it comes out. I'm going to read it that week. And I will be posting all about it. Uh be actually pre-ordering mine. I'm not going to buy it when it comes out. I'm going to pre-order ahead of time. Yeah, order it. I'm 41, dude. Come on. <laughs> I'm not going to go Whatever. wait a lot. <laughs> you didn't think about the pre-order thing till now. You're like, oh, man, I can pre-order. Dude, I've got Amazon Prime. Come on, bro. Anyway. Well, we'll go to Barnes & Noble. The uh, <laughs> night it comes in at midnight. People be like, why are you camping out? <laughs> I'll be arrested. <laughs> Again, you can't you can't sleep in your car overnight there anymore. By the way, <laughs> true, true story. I do not recommend sleeping in your car. By the way, <laughs> it's not fun. It's not fun. Well, anyway, people, it's no choice. It's not a choice thing. So let's. Uh, but Chuck, long I want to know again. How you feel, Chuck? Tell me about what. About this, about New Dragonlands, about all these things. I love, I love the idea of New Dragonlands coming out. I've been waiting for it since. Well, what, what? When did the last dwarf book come out? Two thousand nine or ten? Ten. You know, I I've been sad for a long time, so this makes me happy. I'm I'm ready for it. It's it's really got my juices flowing again. Like we've been working on these five E rules, and as time has has come on, we've we've steam started steamrolling it. You know, first we started. Quite a while ago, we were kind of slow on getting things going, but now You're that right. we've got the juices pumping, we're like, I mean, in the last uh, two two months, three months, we've we've tackled a big chunk of five E rules because of mm -hmm. we're spurred on by this. We're excited. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. My kid is excited. My That's oldest. Awesome. The other the other two haven't dived in Dragonlands yet, but my oldest is excited. I was gonna say overall, I mean, I, I, I'm, I, I'm just chomping at the bit. I want, I want, the, I want the book. I want to read it, and I want it now. I don't want to wait till till July or whenever it does come out. I just want it. I'll, will read on the back of a cocktail napkin if needed be. <laughs> I'm there with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm pretty excited. You know, I, I just remember. And I, I know I can't reclaim this old faded glory, but the years working with um, third edition and reading all those books when they were coming out, um, 
you know, I think it was the most involved I'd ever been in Dragonlance and in reading Dragonlance. And there are some great stories in there. And I really enjoyed it. And I've been thinking lately how I I miss that. And, um, you know, yeah, we've it, it's been great that we've been um, uh, gaming in Dragonlance lately. I've had a blast with that. And, you know, at the same time... Um, uh, whenever the time comes for an official Dragonlance book to come out, I'm going to be excited uh, it, just to see all the neat little fifth edition uh, rules and how they're going to integrate that within the setting and um, modernize the setting a little bit. I think that'll be fun. So with that, folks, I think we've um, come to the end here. Um, thank you for joining us on this journey and all of our thoughts on this you know thanks for listening to that um we want to hear your thoughts so uh in the comment section on the um, podcast page on our facebook group on the forums wherever we are please let us know what you think give us your theories and um and we will be glad to discuss them with you you know i i think it'll be fun and with that, uh, it's time to let you go. So uh, for the Dragonlance Nexus, I'm Trampus Whiteman. I'm checking. I don't think this, these new novels will have Doctor Who in it. Oh, man. At least it's not Matt Smith. Uh, but I'm Ed McKeel. And uh, follow us on Facebook, uh, or just Dragonlance, or uh, on Twitter, DL Nexus, uh, also on, on uh, YouTube, Dragonlance Nexus, and uh, that's all I got. Thanks for listening. And, um... Have a good evening, everyone. Long live the Lance.